Hello, Podlers. Welcome along. Who would like to hear some out-of-context Matt Dyson? You would? Well, here you go. She'd swallow the tea and then spit the balls into my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy the show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's been a wee while since we played this game. And it tests the music knowledge of you early birds. It tests your ability to turn up your devices when many others around you will be trying to be asleep right now. Because you've got to listen so carefully to what you're about to hear. Because I've taken a very popular ditty from across our playlist. In fact, it's Absolute Radio Naughties today. And I've taken the first note. I've taken the last note. Nice backing vocals, aren't they? And I thank you, thank you, Emma Glenn. Really nice singing that. (laughs) And I've gaffer taped them together. Can you identify the song? If you can, you can win yourself a breakfast show mug. So here we go. For the first time in 2024, this is my first, my last, my everything. Oh, oh my God. There you go, that's all you're getting. Oh. Gotta have it again, haven't yeah, we? Come on. Come on. You sure? Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Okay, wait for the back of vocals. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. I think yeah. I've got it. Yeah? I don't know if I have. It feels yeah. very familiar, but I can't remember the finger. Oh, it's very familiar. Yeah. So, your names and your answers. Which band, which song was that? As I say, it's from Naughties. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Welcome along to Absolute Radio, where real music matters. And I believe that so much so, I've had it printed on a mug, which you can win early doors. And joining us right now, we have Ben. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, team. Ben, welcome to the show. Ben in Berkhamshaw works for Nestle, so we are currently speaking to the Berkhamshaw Wonka. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, sir. Um, I'm going to play the clip again. It's the first second of the song. It's the last second of the song. But which song is it? Here we go. Go for it, Ben. Uh, The View, same jeans. Yes. Wow, impressive. Well done, Benjamin. Congratulations. Where are you going to keep your mug? Well, I'm going to stay in this van. I'm an electrical contractor, so I'll be travelling around the country with us. Oh, yes. Yeah. Travelling around the country in a van with one of our mugs on the dashboard. Yeah. It's just like the Willy Wonka book, isn't it? It's just like... <laughs> um, ben, thank you so much for tuning into the show. We'll speak to you real soon. Cheers. Thank Take you. Take care, my friend, and there will be another edition of my first, my last, my everything around this time tomorrow morning, and therefore it's your chance to win a mug. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Let's get socially armed with Matt Dyson. Matt, what's going on out uh, there? First, uh, the loudest fish known to humanity. A lot of people talking about this on the social me- on social media. It's the loudest noise from the smallest fish in the ocean. Okay. A tiny little transparent fish. It's about 12 millimetres long. It's called the Danielella Cerebrum. Yeah, I think we know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Some scientists in Germany were kept walking past its tank and uh, and they noticed this noise coming out of it and they realised that the fish, these tiny little fish, were sort of talking to each other and making a very loud noise that's like 140 decibels. It's louder than a gunshot underwater. Oh, yeah. For such small, be- small fish they can make the loudest noise because apparently uh, sound attenuates underwater with distance 
existence. I think we all know what that. What was yeah. that word? Attenuates. Okay. <laughs> I'd never heard it before. So underwater, it gets louder <laughs> the, the further away from it you are. So it starts off this tiny little fish makes a little drumming noise on its on its like rib cage on its bladder, and that suddenly it gets louder and louder until it sounds like a bulldozer. This is going to make a great underwater. drunk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's hard to believe, but this is this is what it sounds like: the sound of a fish making the noise of a bulldozer. underwhelming. Doesn't seem that loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's it talked about? Is that just sort of classic banter? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, it's saying, get away from me. The get question away. is, if a fish makes a noise underwater, <laughs> yeah, exactly. we don't. nobody's um, around to hear. I like the fact it sounds like the predator. <laughs> yes. That's what really gets me going. I was going to cover myself in mud listening to that. And then the other story, a lovely question that came from a listener on Instagram. Uh, it's from someone called uh, Tina Clarelli. She sent me a message saying, Hi Matt, I came across this, thought it may arouse a reaction from your breakfast listeners. I must admit it made me feel quite sick. On a par <laughs> with sharing... Oh, she knows us so well. <laughs> on a par with sharing a toothbrush. And oh, yeah. I think she's right. I mean, there's not many people that are possibly going to like this. It's a, it's a video of a couple sharing some bubble tea, right? Uh, bubble tea, of course, it's like Taiwanese tea. It can be fruit tea, it can be milk tea. Big straws with little balls of tapioca inside filled with fruit juice or chewy stuff. Kids are obsessed with them. Yeah, at the yeah. Moment. you see a lot of bubble um, tea around. A lot the of place. bubble tea around. The, the, the girlfriend puts the straw to one side of her mouth drinking the bubble tea. The boyfriend puts his straw in the other side of her mouth, and as she sucks the drink into her mouth, he then sucks the drink out into his mouth. What's he <laughs> getting out of that? I don't know. I've got no idea <laughs> Typical selfish Glenn! <laughs> <laughs> I've got no idea why they do it, but it's a quite a gross... I mean, it's a gross thing to witness. Cut out the middleman. Just yeah, drink. exactly, yeah. But it's like, you know, if you're gonna... You know, you, you, you're with your love of your life, you kiss them all the time, why not drink from their mouth at the same time which I think <laughs> what the theory this isn't dating advice by the way kids <laughs> what the theory behind it is I've got no idea it's just very bizarre but yes thank you Tina so for sharing Tina wants us to ask our listeners mm. would you drink from your partner's mouth is that effectively <laughs> yeah, I think that's Tina like, is that what you want because yeah. that's what's going to happen right now on the show question. Uh, would are you, you a bird drink... feeding their young <laughs> oh, yeah. is that you <laughs> yes. that's it. That's what it is. Uh, and of course if you don't have a partner if you're single what about a work colleague? That's just the same. Try it in the office. Would you, give it a go. Would you drink from your partner's mouth? 8, 12, 15. It can be a firm yes. Of course I would. It can be a firm no. Maybe a reason as to why. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I would do anything for bubble tea. But I won't do that. It's a good name for the podcast, that. Ring the bell. Thank you, my friend. So would you drink from your partner's mouth? If you're single, what about work colleague? <laughs> it's not the same, is it? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 8, 12, <laughs> 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Good morning. I wouldn't do it with a person, but I have accidentally done it with my dog. Oh. Like Lady in the Tram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely. Wow. laughs> because Glenn and I chose to eat like that at the last works do. Yeah. They don't invite us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, bubble tea is the devil's own satanic vomit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let alone adding backwash into the equation. <laughs> Says Nick. Oh, Morning, Nick. Oh, so any other drink, he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah any other. Yeah. Yes, yes, I would. I love my wife. Oh. Says Dom. Nice. 
You've got to agree to do this as well, by the way. That's the thing. Tina pointed out a couple right. that are happy yes. to do this. Yeah. Don't just go trying to like <laughs> drink from your partner's mouth without pre-warning. Don't <laughs> take a straw. It's not fair. <laughs> and now we have this. I've shared wine from my wife's mouth. Nothing wrong with it. I've also licked her tongue. Natch. Oh. <laughs> from Dobbo of Grey's. <laughs> Oh, now, yes. I think it's widely overused, the term unpack. So we've got a lot to unpack. <laughs> oh, but when it comes, it. that is as punchy and there's a lot to unpack as you're ever going to get from a text message to a live breakfast it's show. It's weird that, like, licking a tongue sounds so weird, but kissing sounds fine. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, it depends how you do it, Emma, but... <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tina. Look what you started. We're all oversharing. I've shared wine from my wife's mouth. Nothing wrong with it. I've also licked her tongue. Natch. Dobbo of greys. Um, so now we know a little bit about your techers, Em. Let me stay with you. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this. Would you drink from Stefan's mouth? I draw the line at the cereal milk. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's yeah. gone too far. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You can't unsee that, can you? No, I think oh, yeah. drinking... I got a lot of stick for saying that I drink the remains of the cereal milk out of Stefan's bowl. So grim. But I don't think that's <laughs> as bad as drinking the milk out of somebody's <laughs> own mouth, mouth yeah. Yeah, which yeah. they're going to swallow anyway. I, yeah. weirdly, <laughs> bubble tea yes. is the, I would drink regular scalding hot tea, mm. but, but, but it's because it's globules. It's, it's that, it's got bits. Mm. Yeah. That's the yeah. Yeah. What I'd do is I'd let Katie drink the bubble tea, she'd swallow the tea and then spit the balls into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would bite into them and get, oh, a mango, mango flavour. That would be lovely. I think that seems more hygienic. <laughs> like a bee shoot. Don't you like, like you live in the <laughs> bee <laughs> 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 right, I, do you know, I think we're done here. I'm going <laughs> to have to wrap this up, but thank you, Tina. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And that's directly linked to one member of the team taking on a challenge. It's going to happen live on the show in about 10 minutes' time. But first, allow me to set up what's going on here. So we begin with Jack White, a legendary musician, frontman of the Raconteurs and, of course, the White Stripes. Uh, he's known for knowing his music. His extensive music knowledge stretches far and wide, but his specialist subject is the Beatles. Yes. Now, he posted a video of himself on socials playing Beat the Intro, a Beatles special, he gets just one second of the start of each Beatles record. That's one point it. for the artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's played for him off camera. He does an incredible job of guessing 12 out of 12. Has a listen to this. Boys. Lady Madonna. Enya Birkinsang. Julia. Uh, roll over Beethoven. I'm looking through you. Um, eight days a week. It won't be long. It won't be long. Uh, from me to you. Um, it's getting better. It's amazing. Oh, let's get back. Back in the USSR. No, dear Prudence. Okay, so that's Jack wow. White that's playing "Beat the Intro" a Beatles special. Just one second at the beginning of each song. Now, I took that video and I posted it on the show's WhatsApp group, uh, naming it Jack versus Glenn. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to which Emma commented, I smell a challenge coming on. 
Well, Glenn, you've got about ten minutes. To, to listen get, to all yeah, that Get on there. <laughs> you need to get the Red and the Blue album oh, up. I hope I like them. <laughs> um, and you need to get your practice in because we are going to be giving you the kind of Jack White Beatles challenge. I'm going to give you one second at the start of a random selection of Beatles songs from across the era. You are not getting any of the same songs that you just heard Jack White getting. That's the only clue I'm giving you. Right. And the Jack versus Glenn challenge is coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Here we go. We've all been waiting for it. The heavyweight contest of beat the intro between Jack White, the legendary frontman of the White Stripes, and our very own Glenn Moore. Glenn, you can do this. All right, okay. Well, you can't actually because no. there's a technicality. Oh. Um, Jack White did 12 out of 12, and I've only got you eight clips. Right, anyway, so okay. but, you know, <laughs> if you can get 100%, yeah. then we can still operate on 100%. Yeah. There okay. you go. So we know you can do this. Right. Uh, if you're just joining us, what happened? Jack White posted a video on his socials of playing a Beat the Intro Beatles special. He was given one second of the beginning of each song, and he did do an incredible job getting 12 out of 12. And so uh, Emma suggested we give Glenn a go. And I think it's a nice idea. So, Glenn, mm -hmm. you've got one second on each intro. All right. Play along where you are. This is your first Beatles song. Eleanor Rigby. Eleanor Rigby again. <laughs> Just giving everyone a little flavour. Just in case everyone's forgotten how good the Beatles are. Yes. Excellent work. <sighs> uh, day in life. Uh, Strawberry Fields Forever. Let me taste yes. Oh, so good. A lot of intros that don't sound like the rest of the song. So that's three out of three so far. Mm -hmm. Here's your fourth intro. One second. She loves you. <laughs> You're so lucky. <laughs> I actually was tempted to cut the she off yeah, that one. Yeah. I, I, I left it in the end. I left it in the end. Even I would have got out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so lucky the masses in the early 60s wanted really short intros on their pop songs. Yeah, that's that why like you got one that one. minute 40 or something like that, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. That was the whole song I just played there. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Excellent work. Mm. So, just like Jack White, you have 100% right. so far. Up next, this one. Blackbird. Blackbird. Oh. Yes. Blackbird. When I saw Paul McCartney Blackbird. live, him doing this as one of the highlights of the Into whole show. The line of a dark black Not frog chorus. <laughs> <laughs> I was part of the chorus that <laughs> night. <laughs> Now this, I think, is a very easy one. Okay. Oh, bloody, oh, bloody. Absolutely. Six out of six, 100%. With just two right. Beatles songs remaining. I'm going to stop that. That's not my phone. <laughs> no. Okay. Here, there and everywhere. Yes, it is! Wow. She doesn't know. 
You've given me no Ringo. Oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. all been Paul. It's yeah. all been John. Yeah. Give me Octopus's garden yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the final one. All right. To match Jack White, to make it eight out of eight. Oh, he needs love. <laughs> well done, Glenn. Oh, You've done it. You. We Impressive. knew you would. Thank you. On the Beat the Intro, Beatles song special, just a one-second intro, Jack White managed 12 out of 12, Al Glenmore managed 8 out of 8, a 100% record. Well the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The perfect time, in my opinion, to discuss grown-up shows your kids like watching. Mm, yeah. It's happened in my life. My daughter is five years old and her new favourite show is called The Dog House which is a really interesting idea because basically they've taken the whole premise of first dates mm. and they've taken one of the people who's on that date, extracted them from the whole premise of the show and replaced them with a dog. So that's what oh, you've got. So it's right. a really nice idea. There's no barman in it. No. <laughs> um, but what you have is you have people uh, and individuals who, for myriad reasons, are looking for the companionship of a dog and then they go to this place that rehomes dogs and they get to meet potentially the dog of their dreams oh. and there's a moment where they talked with the receptionist about it like they did the barman in, in uh, first yeah. dates and there's there's no fred in oh, it fred. um <laughs> they tickle his little beard that's fred again <laughs> um so but that, this is this is her favorite show right. this is it's evie's like favorite show for dogs. Is but it is, it is but it's yeah. it's yeah. but it's really moving and some of the the topics that are covered in it really are right. touching and you know there's tears to the eyes stuff Ooh. obviously evie's watching it just because she likes to see the dogs come yeah, right. yeah but i'm thinking you know is the, you know big uh, grown up TV for kids is a thing. The hype beast Womble's daughter Lulu watches Saving Lives at Sea. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he then went on to tell me, which made me feel slightly better about yeah, myself. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible work. Saving Lives. See, you said she can name all of the. All of the stations, she can name all of the stations around around the UK, which is incredible. And then Matt, I mean, as a topper, little Ted, what does he like watching? Well, it was a couple of years ago, he's moved on from it now, but a couple of years ago, he was well into motorhoming with Paul Merton and Suki Webster. (laughs) I mean, it's incredible. Three years old, he would have been. He used to go, put caravan show, caravan show. It's like a motorhome. I suppose at least he's a nice tweet. It'd be weird if he was really into making a murderer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not harrowing. Yeah, okay. Emma, I mean, I mean, Joseph's two now, so... Literally just in the last week, we've got into the Farmer's Country Showdown on BBC One, which is on in the afternoon. We had it on by accident one day. And then, obviously, it's animals. So he was very into yeah, it. But the problem is they tend to focus on a different animal every episode. And he only really likes cows. So you kind of have to... <laughs> you kind of have to sift through and find out the oh, big cow yeah. showdowns. Yeah. Or, or just rewatch the cow episode oh. again and again and again. No, I yeah. can't do that for my own sanity. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Glenn, what about you? Yeah, specifically, as of yesterday... Oh, the okay. Bohemian Rhapsody video. Oh, <laughs> Elliot's wow. obsessed with it, yeah. which is which is great because I can't I can't watch Monsters University again. Yeah. I can't do it. And he just watches. The, it's always the same thing every single day. And I wonder if when he goes to bed, he thinks that me and Katie just watched the same episode of one day every night. You know, whatever. But it's a, yeah, it's yeah. such a welcome relief. That, yeah, that that six minute music video. He yeah. just wants that again and oh, again. He's great. just absolutely transfixed. So, what about you out there? That's the question. Grown-up shows your kids watch. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Dave and the team, when my daughter, who is now 19, was little, she spent a lot of time with my dad. 
Hence, her favourite programmes are still to this day and were at the time Keep Him Up Appearances and Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> <laughs> I wow. and this is no offence to anyone in it or the brilliant creators who put it together and it's one of the long running great British comedies I understand that I hate Last of the Summer Wine with an absolute passion I, I, I used to as a child yeah certainly oh yeah I mean like, not oh, now don't I mean, put that on don't it's just like oh I've got to go to school tomorrow and I've not done any homework I'm scared of Nora Batty but <laughs> keeping up appearances on the other hand oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you actually call oh, the sorry. Kings of Leon debut album the bouquet don't you yeah, yeah. <laughs> mum fetch my white vest <laughs> settling down yeah I mean oh no 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 uh, so we also have my seven year old daughter whose name Miranda uh, loves call the midwife especially when the babies are born from Nick in Oxford um, hi guys my son used to watch Randall and Hopkirk deceased <laughs> when he was six years old he absolutely loved it says Pete from Nottingham <laughs> Let's have a listen to the theme tune to Randall and Hopkirk Deceased. Just picture a six-year-old sat cross-legged in front of the telly. Here we go. Bluey on Disney Plus, it ain't. This could be our new Fanny and Alexander. Yes, good music. I can't work out tonally what this show could possibly be about. <laughs> well, look, Matt, this is where you normally come in, isn't well, it? Wow, Vic and Bob remade it in the noughties, didn't yeah. they? But I've never watched it. One of them was a ghost, is that right? Yeah, or well, not? I think they were like a detective agency where one of them had passed away, so came back as a ghost, and then they would they would investigate Solve his crimes. own murder. <laughs> I don't know, let's write it down, oh, yeah, though. I'm writing this down. <laughs> ghost detective. <laughs> so keep them coming. It's grown-up shows that kids just love to watch the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast Absolute Radio Welcome along to the Breakfast Show where we're currently discussing the grown-up shows that your kids love or love to watch now the number is 81215 and using that number and joining us now live on the show is Helen good morning Helen Hi, Dave. Hi, everyone. Oh, Helen, Helen, welcome along to the show. So let's break it down. How old was your child when they were obsessed with the show you're about to reveal? What was their age at the time? I think he was about six. He was about six years old. And what was your son, what's your son's name? Stanley. Stanley. So Stanley was six years old. and So he's a little child and he'd sit down. And Which grown-up telly show did he like the best, Helen? He really, really enjoyed Can't Pay, Take It Away. <laughs> Wow. He was well into debt collection. Challenging TV to watch for anyone, even those of us over 18, you know, which I barely am. Um, so, wow. so he watched so much Can't Pay, Take It Away, he was so obsessed that he actually had a favourite, and I'm going to say character, but he had a favourite yeah. character. Who was his favourite character? So there was, and I'll never forget this moment as long as I live, because I just, I just thought there's no other child on the planet that has just said that line. But a guy pops up on the TV and he said, "Oh, that's Steve Pinner. He's my favourite bailiff." <laughs> My favourite bailiff. Wow. Can I get his face on my duvet set? <laughs> Please, mummy. It's true, isn't it? Most people wow. have got a favourite telly, Tommy, yeah. not a favourite bailiff. Favourite bailiff. That is so worrying. Oh, dear. Steve Pinner, if you're listening, get in touch, yeah. 8 12 15. How old is Stanley now? Stanley's 14. Well, we like to make that teenage boy's dream come true by introducing him to his bailifting hero. It's all um, favourite So, I mean, is, is, is young Stanley still into Can't Pay, Take It Away, or has he moved on? No. It was Slum Stanley, landlords? It was, it was, no, okay. Yeah, no, it was, it was 
It was just a phase, sadly. <laughs> oh, well, that is great. As you say, a unique sentence from the mouth of a six-year-old lad. That's my favourite yep. bailiff, Steve Pinner. I mean, that's just <laughs> yeah. wonderful. He is one of the best, though, isn't he, Pinner? Oh. He's a real goat he is in the, the bailiff. Um, <laughs> Helen, thanks for sharing that story. We love it. Have a great day ahead, and thank you for tuning into the show. You too, guys. Thanks. Cheers, Alan. Bye now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So many coming in. Just so interesting. <laughs> Connor, who is now 28, <laughs> used to listen to the shipping forecast programme as a child. It's <laughs> 12 minutes to one oh. now. Here's the shipping oh, forecast so issued by the Met Office. On behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 0015, today, Monday, the 24th of July. Oh, it's, sorry, it's a repeat. <laughs> okay, let's move on, shall we, to Dave. My six-year-old daughter is obsessed with police interceptors from Chris and Leyland. That's the most popular grown-up show for kids yeah. we've had in on the wow. text. We've had hundreds of children around the land love police interceptors, which I've never watched. No, no, neither have I. But I'm going to change that today. Um, Katie in London. Dave, when I was a kid, I used to love watching Lovejoy. <laughs> and could play the theme tune on the recorder. Oh, wow. I used to run up and grab it from my bedroom oh. as soon as it came to the end of the show and perform it for my parents. And then Katie concludes her message with, also heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the Lovejoy theme. Sunday nights, yeah. Another programme that Matt Dyson is strong-arming young producers <laughs> listen to watching. <laughs> It's got Ian McShane in it. Yeah. He's in oh. John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> you like John Wick, don't you? <laughs> this is very similar. <laughs> yeah. Imagine John Wick with antiques. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what it is. <laughs> oh. Who'd like to have Katie on the show tomorrow playing this I'd on the recorder? To... I'd like that. Katie, if you're, it, yeah. we tried to call you, you must have gone into work or something, but if you've still got your recorder, I'd love to I'd have love you on to the show. This bit. Yeah, imagine this on the recorder. This must have been beautiful. And that's what being a parent's all about. Katie says she used to perform this for her parents every Sunday when Lovejoy was on. And they used to sit there patiently and they'd probably clap at the end. Well done, Ma and Pa. My son Miles knows all the words to the theme tune of Minder, thanks to Nanny and Grandad and, of course, UK Gold. It's from Stephen Essex. Who would like to have Steve son Miles on the show tomorrow? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't say how old he is, because he's like 30 now. <laughs> <Not that impressive. laughs> but if he's like 10, get him on the show. Yes, why not? If he's not at school, we'll have him on. I've just realised, has this got any words? I think it does, yeah, because he sang the theme tune. Long people, wrong time and the wrong location. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> but we'll get him on to sing it. We'll get him on to sing it, OK, because what we've got right now is an instrumental. And it desperately needs someone's son name, I don't know, maybe Miles, to sing over the top of it live on the radio tomorrow morning. Well, I spy a spin-off station coming. <laughs> Here we go. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Welcome along to the Breakfast Show, where earlier on, a listener by the name of Tina slid into Matt Dyson's DMs with a tale from TikTok involving people sharing a straw and one of them consuming some bubble tea and then putting it into the other's mouth. Yeah. Anyway, it led to us asking the question, would you drink from your partner's mouth? And needless to say, 
<laughs> we let it all hang out. I would do anything for bubble tea, but I won't do that. It's a good name for the podcast, that. Ring the bell. Thank you, my friend. So, would you drink from your partner's mouth? If you're single, what about work colleague? <laughs> it's not the same, is it? <laughs> it can be. <laughs> That's true. 8, 12... <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Good, good morning. I wouldn't do it with a person, but I have accidentally done it with my dog. Oh. Like Lady in the Tram. Yeah. <laughs> <Spaghetti>. Accidentally. <laughs> wow. Because Glenn and I chose to eat like that at the last works do, yeah. I don't even bite us anymore. <laughs> no. Bubble tea is the devil's own satanic um, vomit. What? Anyway, let alone adding backwashing to the equation. <laughs> Says Nick. Oh. Morning, Nick. Oh, so any other drink, he'd be fine. Yeah, yeah any other. Yeah. Yes, yes, I would. I love my wife. Oh. Says Dom. Nice. You've got to agree to do this as well, by the way. That's the thing. Tina pointed out a couple right. that are happy yes. to do this. Yeah. Don't just go trying to like <laughs> drink from your partner's mouth without pre-warning. <laughs> Take a straw. It's not fair. <laughs> and now we have this. I've shared wine from my wife's mouth. Nothing wrong with it. I've also licked her tongue. <laughs> Natch oh. from Dobbo of Greys. <laughs> now, yes. I think it's widely overused the term unpack, so we've got a lot to unpack. <laughs> oh, but when it comes, it. that is as punchy, and there's a lot to unpack as you're ever going to get from a text message to a live breakfast. It's show. weird that like licking a tongue sounds so weird, but kissing sounds fine. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Tina. Look what you started. We're all oversharing. I've shared wine from my wife's mouth. Nothing wrong with it. I've also licked her tongue. Natch. Dobbo of greys. Um, so now we know a little bit about your techers, Em. Let me stay with you. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this. Would you drink from Stefan's mouth? I draw the line at the cereal milk. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's yeah. gone too far. That's it. Yeah. That's it. You can't unsee that, can you? No, I think drinking... I got a lot of stick for saying that I drink the remains of the cereal milk out of Stefan's bowl. So grim. But I don't think that's <laughs> as bad as drinking the milk out of somebody's <laughs> own mouth, mouth yeah. which they're going to swallow anyway. Yeah. I Weirdly, <laughs> bubble tea <laughs> yes. is the... I would drink regular scalding hot tea, mm. but, but, but it's because it's globules. It's, it's that It's got bits. Mm. Yeah. That's well, the yeah. No, What I'd do is I'd let Katie drink the bubble tea, she'd swallow the tea and then spit the balls into my mouth. And then I would bite into them and get, oh, a mango, mango flavour. That would be lovely. I think that seems more hygienic. <laughs> like a bee shoot. Don't be like, like you live in the <laughs> beano. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. And just like that, the Tuesday morning edition of The Breakfast Show is done. And what an edition of the show it has been. Thank you for tuning in and joining in. The naming bell rung on so many separate occasions. Yeah. Matt Dyson, do you like the Birkenshaw Wonka oh, as the name of a podcast? Was, I do like that. That was Ben from Nestle early on the show. Yeah. Or perhaps I've also licked her tongue, Natch. Oh. Do you like oh, that, that as the name like of a podcast? That. The words of Dobbo of Greys. Yeah. Uh, talking to people's words, what about your own words, Matt? Oh, yeah. She'd swallow <laughs> the tea and spit the balls into oh, my yeah. mouth. That was do you like the that as the name of a podcast, discussion. Matt? I can't believe I actually said that sentence, but maybe not keep that one. 
pass it around the circle like a balloon between your knees. <laughs> Someone hoping to do the bubble tea thing at a teacher's meeting later on. I'm scared of Nora Batten. <laughs> That was someone who used to watch Last of the Summer Wine as a child. And, well, my personal favourite, but it's up to you. Oh. This is a great... Yeah. Out of the mouths of babes. I think it has to be, yeah. My favourite bailiff. My favourite bailiff. My favourite bailiff. A young child obsessed with debt collection TV. <laughs> it has to be that one, yeah. So, clearly, it's all going on in the latest edition of The Daily Podcast, which will shortly be made available wherever you do your pod dealings. Shortly made available on Absolute Radio will be Leona Graham. She has her tea break trivia and the details you need to win £144,000 on make me a winner and you win it this very day we'll be back with you tomorrow morning from 6am so until then stay safe stay entertained arrivederci